Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. An unfortunate theme to today's podcast is one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. An unfortunate theme. Yeah, just uh, all these stories have something in common, and it's it wasn't, I mean, I'm not proud of it. Uh, it's not like we're taking glee in it. I'm, I kind of wish it weren't the case. But... Why don't we just play the Pete Rose tape first? Well, this is kind of interesting on its own. So Pete Rose, one of the most famous baseball players of all time, banned from baseball for uh, gambling, gambling years ago, although mm-hmm. that's got nothing to do with this story. And uh, they were having a look back at all the great years of when he was uh, with the Philadelphia Phillies and won the World Series and stuff like that. And a reporter asked him a question not about the Phillies or baseball, Ask him about, apparently he had sex with a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old girl or something like that way back in the day. That's what he's asked about here. Tony, congratulations. What did you hit? And Tony says, yo. Okay, hold on, hold on. on. Can can you stop? Yeah, let's do them in order. Six and seven. You see him on there? Let's do them in order. I'm here for the Philly fans. I'm here for my teammates. Okay? I'm here for the Philly organization. And who cares what happened 50 years ago? You weren't even born. So you, you shouldn't be talking about it because you weren't born. And if you don't know a damn thing about it, don't talk about it. thought that was an interesting way to try to get out of a scandal in which you're accused of having sex with a 15- or 16-year-old girl. Who cares about something that happened 50 years ago? It doesn't work that way with, like, rapes and murders. It just doesn't work that way. And you weren't even born yet, so why would you ask me about it? I'm not sure that makes any difference either there, Pete. Yeah, I don't know anything about this story. I do now. I didn't before. So his claim is he had sex with her, but in Ohio, where 16 was the legal age. 
Hey, dude, what, he was in his 40s at that time. How about you don't have sex with 16-year-olds, whether it's legal or not, in whatever state you're in? Yeah. Not a good story. Anyway, to get to the uh, other part, which ends up being kind of the theme of this podcast, unfortunately, he's he's got a st- story he's telling during the game. This is in the booth about uh, hitting a pitch one time. Tony, congratulations. What did you hit? And Tony says, Joe, I hit a cockeye fastball. <laughs> and, and Joe didn't know what to say. Joe said, no shit. <laughs> That's looped out to right field. You change the subject real quick on that loop out to right field. Yeah. I'm just describing the action. Pretty sure we don't have a seven-second delay, so. Ooh. Yeah, you see why he changed the subject <sighs> real quick on the story there, ancient Pete Rose. You crazy just, old bastard. <laughs> you just said two words you can't say during a freaking baseball broadcast, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he, Pete's watched a million baseball games. You don't hear a lot of cock <laughs> and shit on broadcasts, Pete. <laughs> You changed the subject on that one real fast. Yeah, you crazy old man. What the hell? Wow. Wow. Yeah, and that happens with age, though. I've 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 noticed it with some people I know as as they get older, man. Their their what you should say around who filter just goes away. Yes. Yeah. That's that's commonly recognized. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. I don't look forward to that. My filter's already iffy. So. Looped out to oh yeah, change the subject on that fact. Just trying to describe the action of the game there, Pete, and not drop cock and shit bombs for the audience. Do you want to hear it one more time? Not really. I don't know if I do. All right. God dang it, Pete. Hilarious. All right, so one story that's uh, not really related, but it just happens to be something we said we would do in the One More Thing podcast. A great-grandmother, this is from the New York Post, by the way. A great-grandmother had a singular request for her gravestone, a a five-and-a-half-foot-tall, nearly 600-pound penis statue. It's a gal in Mexico, old gal, Caterina Orduña Perez, Her family erected the monument, quote, in recognition of her love and joy for life. She wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican, where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. She was always very avant-garde, very forward-thinking about things. Orduña Perez, who died at the age of 19, I'm, I'm sorry, at the age of 99 earlier this year, was known in her small town for her fascination with penises. Mm, That's a heck of a thing to be known for. Doña Cata. She always said that we were vergas, said some relative. Now, here's where it gets a little complicated, and I think I can explain this to you, but vergas is a Mexican slang word that can mean three different things. There's the usual English word, like a coarse term for a penis. Okay, Okay, like Pete Rose would use. Exactly. Hitting that high of a fastball. It can also mean an insult that means go, go screw yourself or you aren't, aren't worth ass. Okay. So that sort of insult. Uh, the third way is actually a compliment uh, calling something cool. 
It just depends on how it's phrased. And with apologies for those of you with more sensitive sensibilities, it's like, you know, in modern parlance, that movie was shit or that movie was the shit. Gotcha. That sort of thing, mm-hmm. I guess. Anyway, um, and according to her grandson, the third way is how Doña Cata used the word. She wanted her family to know they were all Vergas and could do anything they set their mind to. She recalled uh, Verga meant one should not give up. When problems arose, you need, arise, you need to face them head on. The family knew the matriarch wanted a penis statue on her tombstone for years. Oh, my God, the picture is something. It's as big as the guy hoisting it. Um, But didn't take her request seriously until she approached death. After she died, the family talked about it and decided to make her dream come true. At first, I thought it was a joke, said the engineer who built the statue, because it's not very common to see these kind of sculptures or monuments, even less so in the memory of someone who's deceased. Uh, took a team of people to make the monument after it was unveiled. It caused a stir. The family did expect and prepare for some backlash. Of every ten people, I think around seven see the statue positively. It's a giant dick on her gravestone. And if they don't see it as a good thing, at least they respect his grandmother's wishes. There's others who, in their conservative values, are very close-minded, very square, who see it poorly. Who don't? So there are those conservative squares who don't think a giant human-sized penis should be on your gravestone right and it's probably worth uh, mentioning since you don't have the picture in front of me and i do it, it's got the the fellows along with it it's c and b's well they they generally come together well right right but it's i just a, a I wanted pa- to be it's complete. a package deal it's probably why it's called your package right i wanted to paint a, a good mental picture though for there you. you go theater of the mind so it's interesting that it's that's pink by the way <sighs> so is mine so, oh, I was praying you wouldn't say that. So, it's interesting that that story doesn't mention it being a symbol of fertility or anything at all. So, we used to have a. Didn't we have one in our office? Still do. We still do? Yeah, I can't think it's kind of stashed. The JP. Yeah, and since the. The what? The JP. The, the Jesus penis. The Jesus penis. I haven't looked at it in so long, I don't even remember yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, well, it's like a, uh, it's a combination of a, a, a representation of Jesus, but it's a penis, and it's, and I don't, I seriously take no delight in this. I mean, I can be as filthy as you want, but that's not what y'all are here for. Um, it, it how do we phrase this? It's it's ejaculating. Yeah, so when I was in Mexico, uh, Mexico City specifically, and going around to these like open-air market bazaars and stuff like that, I came across this giant display of, um, uh, what do you make that stuff out of? Ceramic, you know, ceramic mm-hmm. art, and they had all yeah. kinds of different stuff. And there were tons of penises, and I didn't know that that was such a particularly Catholic in Mexico symbol of fertility. And they were all like, they just looked like a penis, and they were also... You know, in the process of dispensing the seed that allows for fertility. Right. And uh, that was the whole point. It is just the, the, the blessing of life. Or- well, exactly. God has blessed us with beautiful children. I don't think you need to go into the mechanics of it in your icons and <laughs> yeah, that- your like uh, knickknacks for your shelf. 
you, but they yeah, choose to. They do. I mean, I because I have the blessing of children. It's the most important thing in my life, and I have zero ceramic penises hanging around my house. Much um, less those that are in action. Yeah, exactly. I, I was shocked by it, you know, and quickly realized, okay, it's a religious symbol, but, man, it is one pornographic religious symbol. Although, why is it so pornographic? I don't know why it isn't, you know... Well, I think that the Mexican point of view of it is more sane. Yeah, it is more sane. It's absolutely yeah. more sane. No, this right. is the process by which human beings reproduce. There's nothing coarse or funny or weird or should be hidden about it. It's just the way all beasts reproduce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was shocked by it. And then this woman having a giant one on her tombstone. That's a little odd. Was she just a tramp? <laughs> no. No, again, it means you take on the world and you're unafraid. Okay. There are other ways to symbolize that, but uh, who am I to argue with the old gal? She's dead. There you go. Hey, kids, this is your first time watching baseball. Well, sit down. The legendary Pete Rose is on TV. Let's see what he has to say. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I guess that's it. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 